Are you ready to take full control of your physical, emotional, and spiritual health? Are you ready to experience great success in your life? Health Talk with Dr. Diane MD will teach you the tools and strategies to help you take control of your health and inspire you to live your best life. Now here is your host, Dr. Diane A. Thompson, MD. Welcome to Health Talk with Dr. Diane MD. This is the show that's designed with you in mind. The goal is to share information that may help you attain a healthier, happier, and more inspired lifestyle. I am your host, Dr. Diane A. Thompson, MD, and as always, it is a pleasure spending time with you on this broadcast with the goal that perhaps you may learn something that may help your life and your health to become even better. All right, I do want to remind you that the information presented on this broadcast is for educational purposes only and is not intended for diagnosis or treatment. Please seek the advice of your healthcare provider before making any changes to your health. I also want to invite you to go over to my mm-hmm. website for more details on this show. The website is drdianethompson.com. And I also invite you to come on my Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash Dr. Diane A. Thompson. And there you will find a very supportive community. There are great health articles, inspirational quotes, as well as episodes of the show. So we'd love to see you there. So I believe it was Hippocrates that said, walking is man's best medicine. And today we are going to be focusing on walking as a means of helping you to lose some of that weight and to help you stay healthy. You know, the American Heart Association lists many of the benefits of walking and on their website, they include reducing the risk of coronary artery disease, improving blood sugar levels, They talk about improving blood pressure, maintaining the body weight, and lowering the risk of obesity. They also talk about it enhancing mental well-being, and walking does that for me, so I can attest to that, and also reducing the risk of osteoporosis, as well as reducing the risk of colon and breast cancer. Well, to help me discuss the topic of walking your way to great health is my guest, Ed Forto. Ed spent his life struggling with his weight, and after a heart attack scare and uh, being told by doctors that he could lose his leg to diabetes if he didn't make radical health changes, Ed took steps to get in shape and has remained in shape. Ed simply started walking, and the pounds came off, and they stayed off. And Ed said he's on a mission to show people that they can walk their way to great health. Ed, by the way, is also the host of the show Power Up Your Health, and this is on CBS Sports Radio Network, and information can be found at powerupyourhealth.com. Ed, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Diane. It's great to be here. Can you share a little bit about your background with us? Uh, share with us who, who is Ed. Well, I'm just like pretty much everybody else that's had uh, weight problems, but my background goes back to my days when I worked with the pharmaceutical industry and I was a medical researcher and I needed to find a way that would help me keep my weight down uh, and something that my, my big goal was find something that I could do for the next 20, 30 years. And that kind of led me to walking. 
Mm. And so you started walking, but why not other things? Why not? A lot of people will join the gym, they'll go running. Because walking for some people seems soft. You know, I'll tell you, I walk. And many years ago, back in college, I was on the track team. I did a lot of running and started walking when my knee started hurting. And I was told I had mild arthritis, and I was very young at the time, but that was from all the running I did before. So I walk, and I really enjoy it. But, you know, why, why did you start walking? Why walking and not something else? Well, for me, walking was something I could do consistently. I, my wife and I are travel bloggers, so we travel around a lot. And going to the gym isn't really that easy for us. It's just it's not a convenient thing for us to do. So I needed to find something I could do pretty much anywhere, any time of the year. Walking seemed to be it. And I'm older. I'm 54. I, I like going to the gym, but it can be a little bit intimidating when you have a lot of younger people at the gym. I think that's the case for people that are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. It, it can be a little bit intimidating. And the other thing was I needed something to get on a regular routine. I think a lot of people join the gym and they don't stick with it. They go a few times. I've talked with a lot of personal trainers, and that's a big problem. I think with walking, it allows you to get consistent in your exercise routine, and then you can take that consistency and go to the gym. And I think you're correct about the gym sometimes being intimidating for some people, not only just older people, but I've heard this from people who are overweight and, or ones that are very obese. They'll say when they go to the gym and they see other people, it's very distracting and intimidating. So they end up not following through and they, they're not consistent with this. Where I, whereas I agree with you, walking is something you can kind of do on your own and you don't have to worry about what's going on around you. Now, and on average, how much do you walk, uh, say, in an average week? Well, I try to get in at least 10,000 steps a day, which ends up being about five miles a day of walking, so 35 miles or more per week. Now, I'll say this. I don't typically do five miles of dedicated walking, so I don't take out an hour, an hour and a half out of my day to go walking. I'll typically have a dedicated time where I do maybe 30 minutes to an hour of walking, and then the rest of the day, I just try to remain as active as possible. The average person gets in about 6,000 steps per day, and you need to be at 10,000 or more to be healthy. And if you work at home or you have a desk job, I think you'd be really surprised at how little you move, how sedentary you may be. And that was my big problem as I work out of my home. And on average, I was doing maybe 2000 steps a day and I needed to really increase that. Okay, and you, you pointed out something, and it's something our listeners need to know, that you do have exercise and you do have non-exercise activity, and those can play a role in you keeping active. So getting up from your desk, walking around, taking the stairs, or just walking from the parking lot, parking further away, you can get some additional steps in that way. Do you want to learn how to live a healthy, happy, and inspired life? Then listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. Thursdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Atlanta's Incredible Radio, 1570 AM WIGO. Now, one of the things I mentioned earlier was that you had a heart attack scare and, you know, your doctor kind of told you that you need to get your health under control. How 
severe or significant was uh, the issues with your health? What was going on with you? Well, we had a lot of problems going on, unfortunately. I had that heart attack scare, and I didn't want to go in to see the doctor. I said, eh, everything's fine. My wife kind of forced me to go in to the emergency room and have things checked out. We had a lot of tests done. They all came back to my main physician, and we already knew that I had high blood pressure, but it, we didn't know that it was as high as it was. It was running at around 210 over... Uh, 160, 165, which is really, really high. I also had high cholesterol, and I was pre-diabetic. And the pre-diabetic thing was the thing that the doctor was most concerned about. In fact, what he did is he took his, his hand, kind of like in a karate chop motion, put it right above my knee and said, this is where they cut it off if, if you don't do something different. Now, you would think that those types of scares would have gotten me to begin walking, but that wasn't the trigger. And I find that this is the case with a lot of people. A lot of people that we've worked with, talked to, and also um, different personal trainers and people that own gyms, they all say that it's usually some event that happens in your life uh, that causes somebody to start exercising, to become dedicated for that. And it wasn't the visit to the doctor, the heart attack scare. It was an event where I was taking a bike out of my friend's house, an exercise bike that I lent him, and we were just walking it to the car. And it was only about a 20-yard walk from their door to the car, and I could barely make it. I was huffing and puffing. My friend thought I was going to have a heart attack and die on the spot. And he went to my wife and said, I'm really worried about Ed. He's, he's not in very good shape. I, I, I didn't think he was going to make it to the car. And it was his concern, my wife's concern, and my own concern as to how difficult it was for me to just move that bike that short distance that got me to take my whole health seriously and begin my uh, journey with walking. Wow, interesting story. First of all, thank goodness for wives. Because <laughs> you <laughs> yes. got to get things checked out. And for those listening in, I mean... 210 over 160, that's a serious blood pressure issue. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, that was scary. Uh, uh, very scary. I'm glad uh, you, you got things taken care of because um, that, that's a, in the, working on a stroke. <laughs> that's in that area, that kind of blood pressure. So please, um, for those who are listening in and have heard that number, it's really that's a scary number. That's a number we don't want you to have, and that's why we want you to work on your health and get, your, get yourself together. All right, so what we're going to do, Ed, is we're going to take just a brief break, and we're going to come back, and we are going to talk a little bit more about the do's and don'ts of walking at, so that people that are out there who are trying to get healthy, and perhaps they've tried other things, perhaps they've tried walking before, and they didn't follow through. We're going to share some information with them to hopefully get them consistent with walking, get them motivated with walking, because we know, and you know firsthand, that this can be a way to improve your health. So we're going to take a brief break, and we'll be right back. Listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. for tools and strategies to live a healthy, happy, and successful life. For details, go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash drdianethompson. 
Do you want to learn how to live a healthy, happy, and inspired life? Then listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. Thursdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Atlanta's Incredible Radio, 1570 AM WIGO. Welcome back. If you are just joining me, welcome to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. My guest today is Ed Forto, and Ed is the host of Power Up Your Health, and this is on CBS Sports Radio. And Ed knows firsthand the importance of walking. He shared with us earlier uh, that he was going through health issues and weight issues and blood pressure issues, significant blood pressure issues, and that he got his health and weight under control. And Ed is on a mission to show people that you can walk your way to great health. And so, Ed, in terms of walking, so as I mentioned, there are people out there who may have started walking before they stopped or maybe they tried other things and stopped. So we want to motivate them into starting walking and staying with it because we know it can help. So share with us, first of all, what are some of the do's and don'ts of walking? Well, there's, there's not a whole lot. The first two things that I would advise people to do is make sure that you hydrate. So make sure that you're, you, you have enough liquids in your system. Maybe take a, bottle, a water bottle with you when you go walking. Wear loose clothes. And also make sure you have really good shoes because you don't want to get shin splints. You don't want to get some sort of injury that will derail you. But the one thing that I mention to people is there's, there's – a list of five things that I tell people they need to do if they want to walk to either improve their health, their heart and lung health, or lose weight. So let me go for those five things really briefly. The first one is intensity. One of the problems that I had when I started walking, it was I was walking kind of casually, and I wasn't really getting a lot of benefit from it. So increasing your pace to, if you can, three miles an hour is typically what's needed to lose weight. And then if you can go up to five to 3.5 miles an hour or faster, that'll help your lung and heart health. The next thing is variety. And that's choosing a different path, varying your distances, maybe adding some sort of weights. I have a weight belt or a weight jacket that I wear. Walking poles can help going up and down hills, wearing different shoes, those types of things help. I have uh, rocker bottom shoes that I wear sometimes, and I have running shoes that I wear, wear sometimes. Monitoring. If you monitor what you're doing, you're, you're able to keep track and keep a log of what you're doing. So you want to monitor a couple of different things. You want to monitor what you eat, and you want, want to monitor your activity. The next thing is nutrition. One of the things that I find is if you are walking intensely or even exercising, the thing you want to do when you're done is eat carbs, get those, your energy level back because you've expended so much energy. Carbs can be a fast way to inject energy back into your system, but the problem is they can be counterproductive. The carbs may turn right back into fat, so you're, you're kind of negating everything that you've done. So be careful what you eat. Try to eat uh, a high-protein meal, maybe something small, something light, 
don't plan your meal around your your main meals after your walking activity because you're going to be hungrier. So just be mindful that you're not eating carbs, sugary drinks, breads, things that would give you that boost, instant boost of energy. But a lot of that can be turned, those, those simple carbs can be turned into fat easily. And then the last thing is consistency. I think as long as you stay consistent, you'll do really, really well. Listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. for tools and strategies to live a healthy, happy, and successful life. For details, go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Dr. Diane A. Thompson. Great advice, Ed, and I love that you mentioned about the walking shoes. Many times people think of getting good shoes when they're running, but they don't do the same for walking. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Now, you you talk about being consistent, and I think that's where a lot of people fall short. They will start up a program, and then, you know, they're not consistent. So what do you think would help someone to become consistent because you were able to do this. So what what happened that you decided to stay consistent? Well, there were a couple different things. And then there were some solutions that I had to create that weren't really available. Uh, I used what was called a Fitbit. And uh, there are a lot, it's just a high-tech pedometer. And you'll see in, in many department stores now that they have an entire section dedicated just to these high-tech pedometers that are out there. So they're easy to get. Or there are apps out there that you can get that are really great pedometers. The thing that I liked about those is there's usually an, a, a community attached to those. And so you have these other people that are either walking or running or riding a bike, they're exercising, they're logging their activity. And that, that community, that that shared uh, activity that's going on, that shared experience really helps people to stay motivated. One of the problems that I did see, unfortunately, was that there wasn't a lot of people that were walking. The people in the communities, mostly they're running and riding their bikes, but there really wasn't a dedicated community for walking. And so I ended up starting something called the Walk Fit Challenge. And that's just dedicated for people walking. Now, it, it doesn't stop there because walking is a really good starting point for people to get in the habit of increased activity. And then when you get in that habit of increased activity, you can easily then move to going to a gym or other types of, act, uh, other types of exercising, maybe in your home. And you just get in the habit of regular exercise and increased activity. And that's the one thing that I thought was missing. So we added that. All right, I'm talking with Ed Forteau, and he is the host of Power Up Your Health on CBS Sports Radio. And Ed is someone who really encourages walking as a way of getting you to good health. And Ed, I also have an app that I had downloaded on my iPhone. I've found that a lot of people on my Facebook page, they also belong to that community. So whenever I go for a walk and it's logged, you know, people will say congrats or that sort of thing. So you get a lot of encouragement and support. And perhaps that's something people can look at is looking at different apps to see if that would be helpful to keep them consistent and motivated. Now, you mentioned you created this WalkFit Challenge. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, the WalkFit Challenge is really designed to help people increase activity and improve their nutrition. 
And we started it by first challenging people to just take 10,000 steps a day for a week. And what we ended up doing is we have challenges that are ongoing. There are different types of things. Some are walking challenges. Some are exercise challenges. It's just designed to get people increasing their activity on a regular basis. And when you have a group of people with the same shared experience and you've got this community that's supportive, encouraging, and motivating, it keeps you motivated to continue on and to do your increased activity on a regular basis. And how does someone get involved with this type of challenge? They can go to our Facebook fan page, Walk Fit Challenge. They just like the page, follow us, and when we have our next challenge, which should be in a couple of weeks, you can join in. And it doesn't matter whether you're in a cold area in the winter or a warm area. What we try to do is we come up with challenges that anyone can do anywhere at any time. That's awesome. And are you a fan of buddy walking? I mean, I, I kind of know the answer to that just based on what you said before, but I, are you a fan of that? Kind of yes and no. It it really depends upon the person that you're walking with and what their goals and motivations are. When you're walking, especially if you're trying to lose weight or improve your health, you really do need to, to have the intensity there that maybe the other person might not have. And then you also want someone who's going to be committed. The worst thing that can happen is you, you start walking with someone and they're not committed and sometimes they go, sometimes they don't. And then when someone says, well, I'm not sure I can make it today, you decide that you can take a day off too. And you don't want that. But if you can find someone that's just as committed as you are, then having a buddy is a great thing. Uh, I agree. I mean, for myself, I don't like it just because I tend to listen to inspirational things while I walk and I keep my pace at a certain level. But you're right. There's some people, too, who it may be beneficial for them because that's a way of getting them to stay committed. They're encouraged by someone else. But if you're not careful, that can prevent you from working out because, as Ed said, if you decide to take the day off because your buddy took the day off, that's not a good thing for you. Listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. for the tools and strategies to live a healthy, happy, and inspired life. For details and show listings, please go to www.drdianethompson.com. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Thompson. And, and Ed, in terms of weight loss, I don't know how open you will be about that, but how much weight have you lost with walking? Well, I've lost 60 pounds so far, and I'll say it's over a two-year period. The, the thing that I found that was interesting, the first two months that I started walking, I really didn't lose any weight, and that's because <laughs> I didn't add intensity to my workout. <laughs> uh-huh. And as soon as I began to do that and started monitoring what I was doing, the weight just started to come off. I lost 50 pounds in four months. Uh, and then I started to change things a little bit because I wanted to make sure I maintained my weight. Well, a lot of people lose a lot of weight in a short period of time, a relatively short period of time, and then they gain it right back. And I didn't want to go back to where I was. So I made sure that I had a maintenance program that would allow me to maintain my weight. And then the next series of pounds that I lost, and I still have some more weight to lose, I'm losing it a lot slower, but I'm staying consistent and the weight is coming off at a consistent rate. Excellent. So it sounds like you're saying 
consistency, intensity, and changing uh, what you put in your mouth, these all play very important roles in how you do in terms of losing the weight and staying healthy. If you're just joining us, I am talking to Ed Forte, and we're talking about walking your way to great health. Ed is the host of Power Up Your Health, and that's on CBS Sports Radio. Ed, I love to leave my listeners with a tip of the week, something that they can implement, uh, something concrete they can use right away to help as they're trying to get healthy. And so you've shared a lot so far, but if you were to highlight one particular tip to help motivate someone who perhaps had started walking and they stopped or they haven't started. They're looking at a way of walking so that they can get healthy. If you were to share one tip with that person, what would that be? Let me do this. I'll say this. If you could monitor what you do, that's probably the single best thing that you can do. And let me give you two things to monitor. The first thing is to monitor your sugar intake. I think the average person eats way more sugar than they should, and so you overload your system, and because of that, you end up turning the sugar that you're eating into fat. It's just, that's a big problem. So for women, if you could limit your sugar intake to 24 grams a day max, and if you're a man, limit it to 36 grams of sugar per day max, you'll go a long way to reducing the amount of fat that you produce and how much fat comes off. The second thing that you should monitor is your activity. So one of the best things that you could do is get a pedometer app for your phone or go to one of the stores or one of your department stores and get one of the high-tech Uh, pedometers that are out there and just monitor your activity. You do those two things and you'll be surprised how much healthier you'll be. Excellent. And Ed, how may our listeners uh, contact you or get a hold of your information? Well, you can go one of two places. You can go to our website, walkfitchallenge.com or our fan page at walkfitchallenge and like the page. Or you can go to our new site, As we begin uh, in November 1st, we'll start our Power Up Your Health radio show, and you can listen to uh, experts in the fields of nutrition, health, and fitness. We've got a lot of top experts that are on the show giving you advice and motivating you and giving you some direction on what roads to take to live a healthier life. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Ed, for being on the show, and great luck and, and great success with your show. Thank you so much, Dr. Diane. It's been a pleasure being here. All right, and for you, the listeners, I'm sure you've learned something today. I want to encourage you to stay healthy. I'm going to leave you with this quote. It says, you're never too old to get another goal or to dream a new dream, and this is by C.S. Lewis. And as I tell you each week, your health is your wealth. So please do something healthy for yourselves this week. Until next time, everyone. You have been listening to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. on 1570 AM WIGO. Please tune in every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the best in inspirational health information. If you have missed any part of this broadcast, would like to find out more about Dr. Diane A. Thompson, or would like to receive her ebook on stress, please go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drdianeathompson. Remember, your health is your wealth. So do something healthy for yourself. Have a great evening.